You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back to Bingo! He scores! Bingo ranted in! This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Wastrowski with you. And joining us now is Michael Leboff of the Action Network. You can also check out his Patreon. It's a long-suffering newsletter, an Islanders anxiety podcast. Can't wait to listen to that. Michael, welcome to the show. The NHL trade deadline is Friday. We've already seen some big moves already. Are you anticipating any other big names on the move, or did we kind of see the peak already? Yeah, I think there will be a couple more big names. Um, it, it feels like there will be defensemen, though. Uh, the forwards kind of – we went on a run of forwards there for a while. Um, so now we kind of turn our attention to Jacob Chikrin and Vladislav Gavrikov. Shane Goss there uh, is another one. I actually think that he'd, he'd be a pretty astute pickup for a couple teams, including my Islanders. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think it's done yet. And then, you know, there's maybe the potential for a surprising name. Uh, we've heard Kevin Hayes' name out there. Uh, Nick Schmaltz from the Coyotes. So uh, definitely some, some, some time left here for, uh, for some news grabbers. Yeah, and it's weird that uh, the deadline happens on, on a Friday afternoon. But let, let's say we get some moves, like you suggested. Uh, it sounds sound like a lot of it would be depth stuff. But do you see any potential moves or any uh, specific names that stand out where you could see uh, line, some movement on, uh, on the futures odds? Well, yeah, there's two, two cases I'll bring up. One is uh, we'll, we'll see Patrick Kane likely get traded to the Rangers today. Yeah. And if you see any movement mm-hmm. there, I think it's, it's you know, an overreaction because I think Kane, you know, the Rangers are already good and they're already good at what Kane does. So I don't know. It makes them, you know, this sounds weird, but more good, but not better. If, if uh, mm-hmm. that makes sense, because he doesn't really new, bring a new dimension to what they do. Um, and then mm-hmm. the team that I'm watching for is Los Angeles, the Kings. Cause if they're dead set on going into the playoffs with their goaltending being Phoenix Copley and Jonathan quick, who's really struggled this season, uh, the, the Kings are of no interest in, to me, but there are a couple goalies out there that I think would be major upgrades uh, for them. And if they just get, you know, even slightly above average goaltending in the West, which is wide open, uh, especially if, if you avoid Colorado in those first two rounds, which Los Angeles would likely do, you know, goalie can make a huge difference for Los Angeles. So if you start to see some mm-hmm. smoke around maybe like Simeon Varlamov to Los Angeles or Eunice Corpusalo. I mean, there's some, some rumors about even you sorrows from, from the predators. Um, I would actually buy Los Angeles uh, quickly because I think that a goalie really makes a difference there. 
Yeah, and you take a look at the Pacific Division, and it's tight. You've got the Golden Knights plus 105, the Oilers plus 325, the Kings plus 375, and then Kraken 6-1, to one, Flames 30-1. to one. So would you even like the Kings to win the Pacific, or would you even look at another team there? Uh, of, of that group, I, I, I mean, the Kings would still be the, the choice. I think I would rather go with a, a bigger price on, on them and like to win the West or the Stanley Cup just because, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, a goalie would make them harder to beat like a playoff series, but I don't know about as much, you know, in, in terms of this, this race. That said, like, I mean, it's, it's wide open. So when you're looking at those teams, I know the Kraken are the biggest price, but they're starting to struggle and they have goaltending issues of their own. Um, the, the Kings are probably the one to stand out in that market as well. Hmm. Uh, for those that are kind of just jumping into the NHL pool, and they usually do that uh, post-trade deadline, and obviously we're here this week, uh, you know, with, after football calms down and all the other sports that are going on, you know, people taking a look at golf, taking a look at uh, both, you know, basketball college and the NBA and NHL, uh, what have been the biggest storylines to you just days out from the trade deadline based on what you've seen thus far in the regular season? Uh, well, scoring is up again. And uh, maybe the biggest one is, is comebacks. Like there have been more multi-goal comebacks in the NHL uh, than basically mm-hmm. ever before, at, at least in the salary cap era uh, we're talking about. So, you know, no team, especially if, if you know, you, you see a team go down like 3 nothing early, like that team is – still alive. Uh, it's, it's been a wild year in that regard. We might see our first um, five tonight with the Islanders and Wild. Uh, there have been, there were two fives last year in terms of over-unders, um, both involved the Islanders. I think there was the Islanders and the Canucks and the Islanders and the Kraken. Um, and it looks like we might get there tonight. So that kind of shows you what uh, what the uh, the scoring's like if, if the over-unders are, are basically the, the normal ones are the six and a half now. And uh, the last thing I'll mention is just the amount of mismatches. We're seeing more uh, teams at minus 300 or shorter uh, than ever before uh, the past two seasons. That trend is, is, is yeah, it, it makes for maybe not so great television and, and could be why the, the ratings are, are down a bit is that, you know, the gap between the teams at the top and the bottom is just so wide right now. Um, and you hope that maybe that course corrects when the Connor Bedard hysteria is over uh, with this draft. But um yeah, those, those are the trends that you just got to be wary of uh, and just know that, like, when you see a minus 450 favorite in the NHL, you know, don't, don't rub your eyes and be like, what the hell is going on? It's, it's, it's the, normal, the normal NHL it, right now. It feels like we get this with, you know, especially with the winter sports. But baseball, too, uh, last couple months. Feels like it's only going to get worse uh, until the season ends, right? Yeah, it does. Right, exactly, right? Because once you yeah. – once these teams sell off all their best players to, you know, not only are they trading away their best players, but they're giving them to the good teams. So, uh, and then you'll have players who are dealing with, you know, injuries and stuff and teams won't want to risk them for meaningless games. And they'll start rotating in uh, guys that they're just trying to see what they have, like, you know, AHLers who maybe they, they want to see if they want to give an extension to. So yeah, that, that is only going to get worse uh, as the season goes on. And then the playoffs come in, uh, you know, the, the palate gets cleansed a bit. We're with Michael Leboff. You can follow him on Twitter at the Big Lebowski. And Michael, what what kind of props do you like to bet on in the NHL? Are you a big props guy or are you mostly looking at sides and totals? 
I've, I've kind of started this season falling in love for better or worse with uh, these anytime goal scorer parlays. They're a lot of fun. And um, right now is a good time, actually. I think, you know, one, one name to keep an eye on in, in tonight's action, actually two names, same team are uh, Max Domi and Andreas Athanasio of the Blackhawks. They're an underdog in, in Arizona. I think, you know, the price is pretty good on Chicago actually as well, but um, the, there are two players that are, going to get traded and, and will like to you know strut their stuff for potential bidders i guess is the best way to say it. plus you know patrick kane's not in the lineup anymore so they they're they're getting bumped up they're getting more uh power play time more top line minutes so uh those two players domi and, and athena ceo right now are are interesting to me and, and just generally uh i don't know you know the the, the true value on on you know anytime score bets are uh it's probably not great, but they're fun. Uh, and, and just, you know, keep an eye on, you know, sites that, that list lines like daily face-off and see if you can find a guy. Like, you know, Matt Martin right now has been bumped all the way up from the fourth line to the first line for the Islanders. And the books don't necessarily notice those things. So uh, if you can find someone whose who's usage is going to go up without uh, sportsbooks noticing, there's some, some good value at big prices. Connor McDavid scored his 50th goal last night. Yes, we are not at the trade deadline, but McDavid already has 50 goals on the season. Minus 2,000 to win the Hart Trophy. So uh, I started taking a look at all of the awards, and it's amazing. I'm like, wow, uh, are these over? As I'm looking at this, these uh, numbers, I'm like, okay, top goal scorer, McDavid, minus 400. The Vesna favorite is minus 300. Uh, Norris minus 200, Calder minus 350. Are these awards over, or or do you think there's there's a crack for some of these second or third favorites to to get home? One to ten, it, it's so exciting for us, and I've been trying to just be cautiously excited about it. I've read all this stuff. I've been on the message boards, and ever over. I mean, it's 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 wow. been tough sledding in the NHL awards market. They were basically over. You know, there there was some kind of path to success in in maybe the Norse for players like uh, Adam Fox or uh, you know Rasmus Dahlin or someone to to kind of make a run. I think the Calder like Owen Power was an interesting choice. He was like thirty to one a month ago, but like Matty Beniers is kind of taking control of that race. Perhaps the Vezina you might if if Ilya Sorokin could get the Islanders to the playoffs and Linus Olmark, uh, you know, the Bruins rest him because. Uh, they've got really nothing left to play for. I mean, the Bruins went over their season point total last night at, with their 97th point. So, uh, like, they've got very little to play for. You could see his numbers go down. Um, mm. But, yeah, they're basically done. Man, it's, it's, it's been a very strange couple of years betting the NHL. It's, the, the chaos has kind of been taken out of, of these regular season markets this season. Any other futures that you like where there might still be some value? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, I think that the best way to look at this is, like, you have to 
kind of target the Western Conference if you're looking at a Stanley Cup future because the East, if you look at the board, I mean, at most places, six out of the top seven favorites are all in the Eastern Conference, which means they're going to have to beat each other and uh, just to get through. And, and obviously the Bruins loom large over all of that. Um, so you can maybe take like a real big long shot in the East, uh, whether it's, you know, a team like, like the Islanders, if, if you want, or to have like a for fun ticket in the East. But in the or you can do like a rolling parlay with a team like the Devils and bet their series money line uh, and keep you know doubling it down. But the West is is much more interesting, I think, from a betting standpoint. The, the Avalanche are certainly surging, but if you look at that Pacific bracket, it's going to be wide open. That's why I think the Kings are interesting. I think if the Jets finish in the wild card spot that ends up in the Pacific, they all of a sudden become pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, I would I would just find a price in a team you like and you want to root for in the West and and just go for that. You know, it's funny, four years ago, we had that great story, and uh, what a betting story, whether just for you at the Action Network, I know you guys were all over it, uh, when the Blues made their run, and you had that Blues fan that had that monster ticket, it was like 400 to 1, when uh, they were at the at the bottom, and then since then, it's been like, it's not what we're used to with hockey, we're used to, you can get in and let the chaos ensue, um, but lately, it's been the great teams that have been coming through. And then it, finally it was Colorado last year, you know, Tampa Bay, if you want to call that a dynasty, I don't have a problem with it when you make the final three consecutive years. Uh, it, it kind of in a weird way, it feels like we paid for the St. Louis blues. Now it doesn't mean that one of the top teams is going to win again, but I, I just find that interesting that we had that one wild year, great betting story. But since then it's been a lot of the favorites. Yeah, I mean, you think about even go, you went from the Knights to the to the Blues, and it's since then, like you said, we're kind of paying for it with a lot of chalk here. Uh, yeah, and and hopefully it comes back to you know it swings back the other way as uh, some of these teams, you know, like players like Connor McDavid and and Austin Matthews, those kind of guys, like their their contracts will come up, they'll play themselves out of their prime, and perhaps you get more chaos uh, when that stuff starts happening, uh, but. Man, it's it's tough to just envision a, a path to success for some of these long shots, uh, especially in the East right now. Yeah. So, it's uh, like you said, it's it's not the NHL that that we all kind of, if you are a hockey nerd like me, kind of grew up on and fell in love with. Uh, but it's just where we're at. But at the same time, that means like if a team does come from the clouds, like a you know the Islanders or like the Red Wings, Sabers, whoever, um, there would be that much you know sweeter to kind of uh, stop stop that trend out of nowhere. Michael, I know you mentioned that anytime goal scorer, two-leg parlay that you like for tonight. Anything else jump out at you that's intriguing um, at tonight's NHL board? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I like the Columbus Blue Jackets. I think that they're a pretty good price uh, against Buffalo. The Sabres, <laughs> uh, they can score with anybody in the league. They are you know, top three in terms of goals per game. and But they're near the bottom. They're bottom 10 in goals against. So that makes them both a... Uh, you know, a feisty underdog when you can score with, with teams with more talent, but also a pretty vulnerable favorite when you can allow teams to score with you when you have more talent. Um, and they're 4-4 four and four this season when they're minus 180 or shorter. So uh, they're a team I like to target uh, when these prices come come up, especially because there's a lot of hype around them again. They're making a charge for the playoffs. Uh, and the Blue Jackets have played pretty well, considering where they are in the standings of late. They're 4-2-2. Two and two in their last eight, uh, and they haven't lost by more than two goals since February 10th. So, you know, not a high bar for them to hurdle over, but 
uh, when, when you're betting a team like this, that's kind of all you're asking for. So I like the Blue Jackets. I like the, the Blackhawks as well. I don't think the Coyotes. I, lo- I love betting the Coyotes at home. That was an angle I kind of thought was going to work out before the season, and it has. But uh, minus 175 for this team is just way too rich. And similar story for the Sharks and Habs. I like the Habs as an underdog. So uh, Hawks, Habs, and Blue Jackets. Maybe the three worst teams in hockey uh, tonight. So it can be fun. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Thank you so much. That's Michael Leboff of the Action Network. We're catching up with him right before the NHL trade deadline, and he gave us plenty of plays for tonight. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We'll look at some of the other conference tournaments getting underway this week. This is the BetQL Network.